Praise the Lord. It's time to get started. It's time to get started. Come on, stand to your feet. Come on, go back and go get this oldie but goodie. Come on, lift your voice and say praise him. thanking you for the blessing of another day. We're thankful, O oh Lord, that you saw fit that we could return to this place where we can praise and lift your holy name. Father, we ask, O oh Lord, that you just keep your loving arms around us. Keep us in your loving care. Through our daily journeys, O oh Lord, we ask you to stay with us. 
to provide us with all the things necessary that we would be able to keep on carrying your name. Father, we love you. We know that we can do nothing without you. Bless us all now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. This time we will be led in further devotion by our junior deacons. This time. Let's welcome our junior deacons. K Chapel. Come on now. Good morning, K Chapel. Come on, let's give it up for these youth deacons here. We had a late start, but that's okay. God is in control, right? We're so so uh, blessed to, to have another day to, to lift him up and, and praise him. Um, God is so good. He's, so far, we've had an awesome summer. A couple more weeks until school starts back, believe it or not. See a lot of parents shaking their head, but the church has been so awesome in, in helping us. You know, last uh, Sunday I was put on the spot, which is great, because I can do that, you know. It's, and I want to take an opportunity now, and I know a lot of our kids are in the balcony. So if y'all can look back at the people in the balcony, I want all the kids that went to the National Congress of Christian Education to please stand. Stand on up. We got to do this, y'all. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Get these kids a hand. All the kids. There you go. Get them a hand. Got some of the ushers that are here. Raise your hand. If it, I know. Now, now, last week I talked about how the, the church led in, in different categories, and I want to make sure that you understand what I was meaning last week, because I was so fired up and, and just felt so good, and I still feel that way. You know, these kids that, that are standing up, some of them are raising their hands, you know, you, you got churches throughout the nation that, they were, that were there. K Chapel was representing. Our kids were the leaders. What I mean by that is they all have to learn a routine, you know, they get get acclimated to learning a routine throughout the week and they pick different pitch tryouts and our kids were the leaders they would pick for everything so we had an orchestra that had brothers that brought trombones and everything they were, we had an orchestra group we had a mime group we had a choir group we had a drama group and they did an amazing job y'all and we had people coming up to me like I was somebody like man what are y'all doing and I, was, I, I felt good well, well we got a system going on in K Chapel and that's what I said I said you know we've got a support and investment so give these kids a hand y'all come on stand up on your feet if you can this is our first Sunday we got to give it to our kids now give it to them okay come on now come on let's go huh better here than well anywhere all right Okay, and I'm a yelling parent. I yell at the ball games and all that stuff. But nothing more important than yelling here about Jesus. Am I right? You feel me? I'm, I'm got you fired up now. All right, at this time, y'all can sit down, brothers. I don't blame you. I'll keep standing too. At this time, I introduce our youth diggings. Come on, DJ. Good morning. I am Dietrich Bunker. We are glad to see each of you this morning. We ask if you join us in our devotional period, which consists of the following. Scripture by David Winder and Joshua Duvall. Prayer by Matthew Duvall. Responsible reading by Javen Allen. And closing song by Deshaun Wolfe. My name is Devin Winder and I'll be doing the scripture. The scripture this morning comes 
will come from the 37th chapter of Psalms, verses 1 through 9. Fret not thyself because of evildoers, neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. For they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good, so shalt thou dwell in the land, and bear, and verily thou shalt be fed. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the de- desires of thine heart. Commit thy way unto the Lord, trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. And they shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light, and thy judgment as the noonday. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not themselves because of him with prosper. And wait in this way because of men who bringeth wicked devices to pass. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not, not thyself in any wise to evil. For evildoers shall be cut off. But those that wait upon the Lord that shall inherit the earth. May the Lord add a blessing. May the Lord add a blessing to the readers, ears, and doers of his holy and righteous word. May you please bow your heads. Father God, we thank you for this day. Father, we thank you for allowing us all another chance to come together and worship your holy name. Father, we thank you for all the for the great summer so far. Some of us have gone to Camp K Vacation Bible School, our summer reading and our summer reading program, and also the National Baptist Congress Convention in Oklahoma City. We thank you for all these fun experiences as they also work as they also work to draw us closer to you. We pray for our for our sick and shut-in members. Please comfort and encourage them. Lastly, we pray for our pastor and the spoken word this morning. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Responsive reading for today. All in that renewal, there is no longer Greek and Jew, slave and free, but Christ is all in all. God's word for God's people. May you please stand, may you please join us, I mean, may you please join us in singing, Christ is all. You're going to have to help us sing it now. All right, all right. (laughs) I don't possess houses or land, fine clothes or jewelry. Let's sing together. I don't possess houses or land. Clothes or jewelry, sorrows and cares in me. 
Christ is all this world to me. We're going to allow the congregants that are entering the sanctuary an opportunity to come in and have a seat. But it's mighty good to be in the house of worship one more time. As our congregants are being seated, we will prepare for our benevolent offering. This is an opportunity for this church to continue the amazing work that they do, that we do collectively to support those that are disadvantaged and need the support and help of this church. This time, the ushers will come and we'll have a selection from our children's choir. song that says God is doing something wonderful in me. Something awesome and incredible that only he will get the glory. Here we go, young boy. Come on. God is doing
another song that we that we sing that says, "Let others see Jesus in you." If it's on the inside, then people will definitely see it on the outside. Cause if your heart is right, the way you treat people is gonna be right. Let us pray. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Father, for all that you have enabled us to do. To be in this service, we thank you. To be worshiping you, Lord, we thank you. Lord, for these children that are sending up praises, we thank you. Thank you now, Lord, for this offering which has been taken. We ask that you will bless it in the name of Jesus. Amen. time I'll just share a few announcements with you. We have several thank you notes. To my K Chapel family, thank you for many prayers, calls, visits, and texts during my recent illness. I'm doing much better and I ask for your continued prayers as I recover. This comes from Sister Cynthia Buchanan. Your kindness means so much to us during our loss of our sister, Sister Vivian Winters. And this comes from the Thornton family. Being on the receiving end of thoughtfulness always warms the heart in a very special way. But there's something extra special about it when it's done by someone as nice as you. This comes from the Th Thornton Bowens family. And this again, this is from Deacon and Mrs. Sam Thornton. To the K Chapel Church family, Reverend Buckley, Thanks for your prayers, phone calls, and letters of condolence during the homegoing of my sister-in-law, Ella Boone. And this comes from Linda Boone and the Harrington family. Thank you, Katie Chapel. Your kindness and concerns for my family means a great deal to me. I appreciate all of the love and support you have extended to our family during this difficult period of sadness. Your thoughtfulness means more than you will ever know. This comes from the Linda Wilson family. At this time, I want you to keep these families in your prayer. Sister Gloria Greer and the Greer family, Mrs. Claude Wilson and the Wilson family, Brother Mike Harris and his family, Sister Linda Wilson and her family, Brother Derek Ashley and his family, Sister Jerry Thornton and the Rucker family. Please keep all of these families in your prayers. They have all experienced bereavement in the past uh, recent past. So again, when you see them, to give them an extra special hug to let them know that you love them and you're keeping them in their prayers, your prayers. At this time, we're going to have, uh, we have one person that's in our congregation that that's, um, um, has a political announcement. Good morning, Kay Chapel. I am Shannon Winston, and here is your morning news. Okay. We have one person in the in the congregation that had the political announcement. And we, at K Chapel, we allow those. We have only two minutes. So I'm going to let that person come to the mic at this time. Amen. Good morning, K Chapel. Good morning, good morning, good to see you all, amen. I know that I'm right at home, I see a lot of faces that I recognize, and so I'm no stranger to you, glad to be worshiping with you this morning. I will need only two minutes uh, to let you know that I am running for president of our General Missionary Baptist State Convention of Mississippi, amen. 
Amen. Amen. Do want to let you know, and I'm needing your support. Do want to let you know that we're getting ready for the convention, which is uh, July 15 through 20, which is going to be meeting uh, down at the Marriott in, uh, in downtown Jackson. And what we are asking all of our members, all of you, first of all, to come and share with us, because on Wednesday of that week, I will be making the announcement very formal uh, during my annual address as executive director of our, con of our, of our Christian Congregation Education inviting everybody to be a part of that. Also on next Sunday, next Sunday, we will have t-shirts available that all of you may purchase uh, because we want to fill the hall with as much uh, support as we can. I need to let folk know that I ain't by myself. Amen. Amen. And so if you will purchase a t-shirt, uh, we're selling those not to make a profit, simply at price, at cost. Uh, and so it, it, all of you who can, I know that uh, in the middle of the day, that's going to be at 11 o'clock. Uh, but if you can join us during that time, I would be indebted to you. Uh, we're, we're looking forward for a great campaign. Uh, the, the election is in 2020, and my two minutes are up, so thank you for allowing me to come and be with you. Thank you, candidate, Pastor Buckley. This time we have a special announcement from the brother Mike Jones. Whoa, have you heard that the Buckleys are having a big talk? Good morning. I know y'all can do better than that. Good morning. My name is Michael Jones. And yes, it's true. The Buckleys will be having a big talk on July the 13th at 6 p.m. in the Family Life Gym. I can't wait to see all of you there. Bet y'all got it then, didn't you? <laughs> Let me also um, uh, inform some and remind others that our pastor will be preaching this afternoon at New Caney Creek, which is located at 815 on McClure Road at 6 p.m., and the mail course will be accompanying him. At this time, we have additional announcements from the media. Media, you're on. Good morning, Kay Chapel. I am Shannon Winston, and here is your morning news. It's first Sunday here at Kay, so happy birthday to everyone with a birthday during the month of July and get ready because we are going to sing happy birthday to you in just a few minutes. Guess what, Kay Chapel? We are a shining example. On June 21st, Visit Jackson honored the best of Jackson's hospitality industry during its annual Hometown Hero and Summit Award ceremony. For sharing our ministry with Jackson, Mississippi and the international community, Kay Chapel was a recipient of the Shining Example Award. Congrats, Kay Chapel. We are celebrating our pastor's anniversary on Sunday, July 22nd during the 11 a.m. worship service. This year's pre-anniversary celebration will be held right here at Kay Chapel on July 13th on the Buckley's Big Top. This event is being planned for all of Kay Chapel to come out and celebrate with Pastor Buckley and the First Family. Mrs. Frances Ashley, who is a member of the program committee, is joining us to share a little more information about this event. Mrs. Francis, thanks for joining us today. Can you tell us more about this upcoming event? Oh, the Buckley's Big Top is going to be a lots of fun for everyone, children and adults of all ages. We're going to have food. We're going to have games. We're going to have prizes. There may be a game for families to participate in, like The Price is Right. We may have 
uh, games for families to participate in as the uh, Family Feud. It's going to be a blast under the Buckley's Big Top. Where will the event be held? It will be in the Buckley's, I mean, I'm sorry, in the Willie Wright Family Life Center. When is the event? It's Friday, July 13th, starting at 6 p.m. Is there a cost? It's free to everyone. Mrs. Francis, will there be elephants under the big top? There won't be elephants, but there will be a couple of clowns running around. Is there anything else you want the folks to know about the anniversary celebration? There this uh, Buckley's Under the Big Top is the pre-anniversary celebration for the entire congregation. The actual pastor's anniversary will be Sunday, July 22nd, uh, and we hope all of you will come back for that as well. The um, love offering envelopes can be found in the back of the pews. They are green envelopes, and we hope all of you will take an opportunity to show your love and appreciation for Pastor Buckley and his family. Hey folks, put this on your calendar. No need to save up because the event is free. Bring the entire family, come out and show your love for our pastor under Buckley's Big Top, July 13th at 6 p.m. in the Willie Wright Family Life Center. That's all for this morning. Please be sure to check your bulletin and the bulletin board for additional announcements and upcoming events. And to share your ministry news with the K Chapel family, just send an email to kchapelannouncements at yahoo.com or you can go to the Submit Info tab on the K Chapel app. But be sure to get your announcements in by noon on Tuesday of each week. I am Shannon Winston, and this has been your morning news. Have a smiley Sunday. All right, so we're going to keep those smiles going. And right now, if you're not a member of Cade Chapel, we're going to ask you stand, please, so we can just give you a little extra special smile and love. All visitors, please stand up. I see you, Bryson. Amen. All right. God bless you. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Won't you remain standing for just a moment? On behalf of our senior pastor and our entire church family, we just want to thank you for taking time for your busy schedules to visit with Cade Chapel. And right now, just to show you and to prove to you how much you how much you mean to us, we're gonna give you something you can only get here at Cade Chapel Missionary Baptist Church. This is our fellowship here. Won't you reach out and welcome your neighbor? Welcome to Cade Chapel.
Amen. At this time, it is a time where we can once again participate, all of us collectively in the service. It's time for our benevolent offering. Excuse me, I'm, our tithes and our tithes and our offering. And we're going to ask that the tithers lead the way. We have spoken word from the pulpit. Deacons will come. Spoken word. And Jacob vowed a vow, saying, If God will be with me and will keep me in this way that I go and will give me bread to eat and raiment to put on so that I come again to my father's house in peace, then shall the Lord be my God. And this stone which I have set for a pillar shall be God's house. And of all that thou shalt give me, I will surely give the tenth unto thee. May God add a blessing to the reading of his righteous and holy word. Ushers, choir.
doxology. except for July babies, you may be seated. Any July babies in the house? Any July birthdays? Amen. Come on, let's wish them a happy birthday this morning. Let's sing happy birthday to our July babies. Happy? Happy birthday. special music. Special music here at K Chapel is an opportunity for us to prepare our mi minds and hearts for the message from the pulpit. We ask you meditate on a selection from the choir and be prepared to hear from word upon high. This time choir, special music.
somebody, let's give thanks to the Lord this morning. Come on and bless his name. You got anything to be thankful for? Can you just give God a praise this morning? Give thanks with grateful hearts. Give thanks to the Holy One. Give thanks to the good God that he is. You ought to say, you ought to say, listen, and now, let the weak say I'm strong. Let the poor Has he done anything? The Lord has, has he done, done anything? Come on, come on. And now, and now let the weak say, the weak say I am strong. Let the poor say, the poor say I am rich. Has he done anything? ushering us into the very presence of the Lord. God is good. I want to invite your attention to the book of Psalms, Psalm number 37. Our youth deacons read it so beautifully in the devotional. Amen. I want to thank our deacons for working with our youth deacons. Amen. And bringing them up in the word of the Lord and how to conduct worship in the house of the Lord. Amen. You're doing a fine job with those young men, and we thank you for that. Psalm number 37, beginning with the first verse, reads as follows. Fret not thyself because of evildoers, neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity, for they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. And he shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light, and thy judgment as the noonday. Rest in the Lord, and wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. Cease from anger. Forsake wrath, fret not thyself in any wise to do evil, for evildoers shall be cut off. But those that wait 
upon the Lord. They shall inherit the earth. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I want to talk from the subject this morning, God's plan. God's plan. God's plan. It seems that there are those personalities, Deacon Luster, who whose stardom, whose fame, or just their general success in life, for some reason or another, makes them magnets for criticism, skepticism, and general disdain and dislike. They can be good people who do good things. They could have generally peaceful, happy, and impactful lives doing well in the earth, and yet still somebody is going to find a reason not to like them. O Oprah Winfrey, highly successful, came up from Kosciuszko, Mississippi. Y'all know that. She went on and has become a world figure and is a media mogul. She's done lots of good around the world, building schools in Africa, sending students to college throughout the United States, and helping people generally who are struggling to find hope again. Yet with all of the good that she does, there are some people, believe it or not, who just can't stand Oprah. They don't know her personally. Never had a conversation with her, never even been in her presence, but for some reason they've decided that Oprah is just the enemy. There are some people, some people who, who just find it difficult to like others. You're a basketball fan? Just mention the name LeBron James. Wish I had a witness in here. And immediately there are some who without even knowing the man will begin to tell you everything that's wrong with him. I know ain't none of y'all like that in here. But there are some folk who, who just can't stand him. And, and, and they will go on and tell you every reason why he'll never be the greatest of all times. They'll tell you every flaw that makes him a flunky in their estimation. All because of some quirk in his play or some position that he's taken or some past decision that he's made or some present decision that he's going to make. In spite of all of his athleticism, regardless of his unquestionable contribution to the sport itself, none of his stats and none of his good deeds and None of his sportsmanship will change their minds about how bad this man is. With five Super Bowl rings under his belt, there's nothing you can say to some people that will make them like Tom Brady. Amen. Doesn't matter how many image awards he's won, doesn't matter how many movies he produces, how many TV programs he writes, or how many people he employs, there are some people who cannot stand Tyler Perry. And you can go down the line, just name people who have been successful or who are successful in their field. And those people who ascend in their circles or grow in certain ways that begin to separate them from the crowd, there are those who will sit on the sidelines who will start to major in hating. I said in hating. In, in, in just pointing out what's wrong 
with him? What's wrong with her? And, and why we shouldn't celebrate them as much as the world seems to celebrate them? And, 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 and why? It, it, it's in every field. Obama had his Tabby Smiley. Michael Eric Dyson had his Cornell West. Tyler Perry has his Spike Lee. Kevin Hart has his Cat Williams. LeBron James has his Stephen A. Smith. And Drake has his Pusha T. I know y'all don't know who I'm talking about up here, but y'all know who I'm talking about. So I need y'all to say amen and talk to me up there. Amen. You see, because the reality is that the higher you go in your profession, the better you get in your gifting and the bigger you become in your circles, the more detractors and critics and skeptics and haters you are going to acquire along the way. Drake. The rapper Drake, for those of you who don't know on this level, I know there are a few. Drake is the latest to find out that his superstardom has caused him and his music to become the target of cynics, critics, and haters. Feeling the frustration of it all, Drake released earlier this year a song entitled God's Plan. And just as a bit of a disclaimer, parents, I I'm not suggesting that you go out and buy the Drake CD and give it to your child. He is not a Christian rapper. Let me get that clear, all right? Reverend Buckley is not condoning and saying that you ought to support amen. I'm just using this title and this song to talk about this message. Drake released this, this song, God's Plan, earlier this year. And with a soulful psychedelic chord loop laid over a smooth bass line anchored with an 808-inspired trap beat, Drake begins a kind of lament saying, yeah, they wishing on me. They wishing, they wishing, they wishing on me. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. He said, I, I've been moving calm, but don't, don't start no trouble with me. Trying to keep it peaceful is a struggle for me. <laughs> Hope I got some brothers that I live me. Y'all remember that, right? Yeah, yeah. He talked, he talk, and, 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 and the only thing that he's saying, basically, basically Drake is lamenting the fact that there have come in his life those who are wishing to bring him down. There are those who are wishing that his next project won't be as successful as his last. Those who are wishing that his career would stymie, wishing that something would happen to him. And even some are wishing that he would even go on and die. And while the song immediately jumped to the charts, the video only buoyed that success as a camera followed Drake throughout Miami, Miami Florida, Florida, following him, giving almost a total of $1 million away to different people and institutions throughout that city. And instead of that helping the rapper's reputation, it brought the cries of criticism in the hip-hop world to a deafening crescendo. Some called it a PR stunt. Others said that it was a narcissistic show of humanitainment, which is a recently coined word that suggests that such acts look like humanitarianism are really only equally about entertainment and self-promotion. And so, in essence, Drake can't win for losing. Because no matter what he does, somebody's got something to say. You know folk like that. No matter what you do, seems like you can't do enough to make folk like you. Somebody's mad, somebody's mad with Drake because he's from Canada, acting like he came from the bottom, but he's here. Somebody else mad because he signed with a different label. Haters seem to be everywhere, but even though the song God's Plan seems to be one of the biggest hip-hop songs of 2018 so far, hear me, Drake is not the first one to capture the frustration of dealing with haters and pinning it in song. 
In fact, the psalmist in today's text preempts Drake by about 2,500 years with the same lament, but rather than spending a lot of time crying about what they're doing to him, David writes a psalm of instruction and encouragement about how to handle life's haters. And so in doing, in doing so, David lets us know and lets you know, young people, that God does have a plan. God has a plan for how you treat folk who are mistreating you. God has a plan for how you manage people who are mismanaging you. God has a plan for how to interact with people who mean you harm and who wish for you hurt and who would like to see you fall, fail, and falter. God has a plan for how we as his children should behave and how we should respond when people are wishing a lot of bad things on us. God has a plan. And I believe that somebody's life would be better and more satisfying if you would learn today how to handle your haters using God's plan. If you would learn how to do it God's way, you would find a lot more peace, a lot more contentment, a lot more fulfillment if you would handle your haters using God's plan. God's plan. If you're going to keep a sense of contentment and balance, if you're going to remain Christian in the midst of criticism, if you're going to prosper through your problems, you've got to know how to handle your haters with God's plan. So somebody asked a question, Reverend, well, tell me, I, I, I need to know because I got folk who wishing on me, I got folk who hating on me, I got folk who pointing me out and, and mismanaging me and mistreating me. So tell me, how do I handle people using God's plan? Number one, don't waste your emotional energy over people that God will handle. That's the first thing I got. Don't waste your emotional energy over people that God will handle. I'm not making it up. It's in the text. Verse 1 says, fret not thyself because of evildoers. Neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity, for they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. You, 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 what are you saying, preacher? You don't need to live your life going day by day thinking about and worried about what somebody is thinking, feeling, or saying about you. You don't have to think and use that much energy and that much emotional real estate on someone who does not like you anyway. Y'all ain't talking to me in here. Listen, you, you, you have too much to do. God has too much that he wants to do through you and for you. And you, for you to be emotionally consumed about what people are thinking, saying, feeling, that isn't true anyway. Hear me, young people. You cannot move forward and fulfill your purpose or reach your expected end worrying about folk who don't like you in the first place. Fret not thyself, David says. Because of evildoers. What are you saying? He's saying quit giving energy to it. Fret not thyself. Stop giving it attention. Fret not thyself. Quit going to bed checking social media to see what they're saying now. Fret not thyself. Fret not thyself. Forget what they posted on Instagram. Fret not thyself. Because of evildoers, neither be thou envious against. But listen, if you know that you are living your life in the fullness of God's plan, and if you know that you have not offended that person by any personal act, if you know that that is their issue that they have with you and it has no merit and it is unsubstantiated, if you know that, that, that you have not done anything intentionally or perhaps even if you did something, you've gone back and tried to rectify it and reconcile it, if you know you've done all of that, Quit wasting emotional energy on something, watch this, that is theirs to get over. Listen, 
When people are not with you or for you, don't let them lease emotional real estate in your life. In other words, don't lose sleep over what people, when people do not have your best interests in heart. You cannot make yourself sick over individuals who are wishing on you. You cannot allow yourself to lose a sense of purpose and lose your joy and lose your happiness and lose your peace over someone who has decided that you are their enemy. Don't get me wrong. I'm not telling you not to try and reconcile it if you can and not to try to fix it if you can. Do all of that. Use the principles of Matthew 18 and go to your brother and sister if you have aught with them. And take somebody else who can try to reconcile and mend the fences that have been broken. Do all of that. But after you've done everything that you know God has told you to do and they still have a problem, guess what? That's not your problem. That's theirs. And you cannot waste emotional energy over that situation. Fret not thyself because of evildoers. He says, neither be thou envious of those workers of iniquity. In other words, Paul, uh, the David is saying, David is saying, I'm not going to count, watch this, and this is good, I'm not going to count how far ahead someone is ahead of me when they're ahead of me because they got it unethically. I, I, watch this, I, I'm not going to trip over how big their house is, I'm, I'm not going to trip over how fine their car is, I'm not going to trip over how well they're dressed when I know that behind it all they got it immorally, unethically and perhaps even illegally fret not thyself because of evildoers neither be thou jealous against the workers of iniquity why? for they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the herb God says listen what they got unethically it ain't gonna last forever and how they're treating you won't last forever. Don't worry. What they do to you is going to come back to them. And it's going to come back in a whole other kind of way. My God, my God. That brings me to point number two. Number two, how do you handle your haters? Number two, don't let negative people change your positive persona. Don't let negative people change your positive persona. It's in the text. I'm not making it up. Verse three says, trust in the Lord and do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. The psalmist says, listen, instead of you worrying about what they're thinking, feeling, and saying, just trust in the Lord. Watch this, watch this. And don't just trust in him, but don't stop being the positive person you are. Trust in the Lord and do good. Trust in the Lord and stop being the good, don't stop being the good person that you are. Trust in the Lord and don't stop pushing for more, giving more, being more, and impacting more. Do good. And when you keep doing good, the psalmist says that the Lord will allow you to dwell in the land and be fed. In other words, you will always have what you need when you do the right thing. I can't get no help in here. I really feel like preaching this. If you always do the right thing, God says, don't worry about it. I've got your back. Don't worry if they're trying to take it from you because I'm going to give it right back to you. Don't worry if they try to steal it from you because guess what? I'm the God of all earth and heaven. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world. And they that dwell therein, he's got the cattle of a thousand hills belonging to him, all the silver, all the gold. Let them take that little bit because my father is rich in houses and wealth. God says, I'm going to handle that and I'm going to take care of you. What are you saying, preacher? I'm saying don't let negative people make you negative. 
Don't let mean people cause you to start acting mean. Don't let little-minded people start you started acting little-minded. No, no, you've got to be bigger than that. You've got to be the bigger person. Why? Because you serve the bigger God. Don't let negative people change your positive persona. That is exactly what Jesus teaches his disciples. When he says, if someone is cursing you, bless them. If you've got an enemy, don't hate them, love them. He said, do good to those who hate you. Pray for those who persecute you. That's God's plan. Trust in him and keep doing good. When they treat you wrong, young people, keep doing good. When they talk about you, keep doing good. When they lie on you, keep doing good. When they turn others against you, keep doing good. When they, when they say all manner of evil against you, you keep doing good. That's number two. Number three, number three. How do you handle your haters? Number three, don't plan, watch this, don't plan your own vindication. Don't plan your own vindication. I'm not making this up. It's in the text. Verse 4. Verse 4 says, delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Verse 5. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. Verse 6. And he shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light, and thy judgment as the noonday. Did you see that three times? The psalmist says, listen, you don't worry about it. You do right. And the Lord, the Lord will, and he will, and he will, and he will do what? He will give you the desires of your heart. He will bring it to pass. Watch this. And he will bring forth your righteousness as a light. What that means is, watch this. I don't have to keep trying to show folk that I'm right because in time, the Lord will prove. I don't have to keep defending myself. I don't have to try to vindicate myself. I don't have to try to get revenge. Why? Because the Lord will show forth my righteousness. And if I've been on the right side, if I've done the right thing, if I've acted holy, if I've acted righteous, if I've tried to do the right thing, God will be my defender. God will be my protector. And God will vindicate me. It says the Lord will bring it to pass. The Lord will make others see and that's good news for somebody because tell the truth you and I both know that people are funny acting in fickle you know I'm right about it and every now and then folk who you thought were your friends will get funny acting and fickle I wish I had a witness in here yeah yeah and, and, and funny acting fickle friends will sometimes uh, get upset with you when, when they see watch this that you're growing outside of the little circle that you've been in and, and when you, God starts to blowing you up and moving you to different levels and taking you to other places, funny, fickle acting friends will start to watch this, talk about you, watch this, and make other folk in your circle who once were okay with you start to turn their backs on you. Do I have a witness in here? But the good news is this, is that I don't have to defend myself, but I've got a God who he will vindicate me. He will tell the truth of the matter. He will show who I am in truth. So don't plan your own vindication. When folk have decided that they know who you are and what they've decided that they know is not true, have a conversation. But don't make it long. Have a conversation. 
but don't lose no sleep. Have a conversation, but don't lose any energy and don't lose any weight either. Amen. I, I, I'm saying keep on eating. Don't let nobody steal your joy or your food. They, 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 they have too much power over you if they make you stop eating. Amen, lights. Last thing, and I'm through. Last thing, I'm through. God's plan for how to handle your head. And number four, and this is it. Rest in him and wait on him. Rest in him and wait on him. Verse 7 says, rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not thyself in any way to do wise, to, in any wise to do evil. For evildoers shall be cut off, but those that wait upon the Lord, they shall inherit. <sighs> they shall inherit the earth. The psalmist makes it real clear. All he's saying is, listen, the only way you're going to find help in the midst of your haters, you've got to rest in him. The only way you're going to have contentment in the midst of your critics, you've got to rest in him. The only way you're going to find peace among your persecutors, you've got to rest in him. What that means is that you've got to come to the place where you understand that humans will fail you. Even good meaning Friends will sometimes miss the mark. But that's why you cannot put all of your trust in man. Because even men who started out with you, even women who started out with you, won't always go all the way. But I'm glad this morning that I've got a God who said I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you. I'm glad I've got a God who holds my hand and stands by my side. I'm glad I've got a God who will build a fence all around me. I don't know about you, but I'm glad this morning that I've got a God who will defend me in the midst of my enemies. Do I have a witness here? David say, hey, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Because the Lord is with me. Is there anybody here today who's glad that you've got a God who stays with you? You, you, you got a God who's walking with you. You got a God who's standing with you. Is there anybody here who can testify today that through it all, uh, I had some haters on the wrong side. I had some cynics and some critics. I had some folk to mistreat me and misuse me. But through it all, God stood by my side saying, saying, good God of mine if you want to hear about a God who will stand by your side, I dare you to go back to the book of Genesis. For there you will find a boy by the name of Joseph. Joseph was a boy who had several brothers. 
and when he started telling them the dreams that he had about how God was going to use him even his blood brothers decided that they were going to be some haters I need to tell somebody haters are not always friends but you got some families who will hate you also good God man haters are not always on the outside but there's some haters who are on the inside in the Lord all right today you know what happened Joseph's brothers sold him into slavery but when God got finished when it was all said and done the same guy that they put down in a pit God lifted him and put him in a palace in the Lord all right today and when the brothers came and needed some help from Joseph they just knew that Joseph was going to get revenge but with tears in his eyes I hear Joseph saying what do you meant for evil what do you meant for evil what do you meant for evil God used it for good is there anybody here who can testify today that there have been some folk who tried to take you out and if they had their way you would have been gone a long time ago but God I said but God God used it for good say yes say yes he'll use it for good what are you saying preacher all I'm saying is he'll turn it around you don't have to fight when God will fight for you you don't have to prove yourself when God will prove who you are trust in the Lord and do good and he will give you the desires I believe there's somebody here this morning who knows what I'm talking about. Yes, God will. I say God will. I say God will. Does anybody know he will? Anybody in here tried him? Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Say yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. God will. God will fight your battle. And all you got to do is what the old church used to say. I will trust in the Lord. I will. The doors of the church are open. Oh, I will trust. Keep trusting in. Give up, but I, I'm gonna 
under her Christian experience. Amen. Let the church say amen. Amen. Coming under your, you got a fan base here. Amen. God bless you. Coming under your Christian experience means that you've already accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Is that right? Uh-huh. You've already been baptized. Is that correct? Yes, sir. If this church accepts you as a member, you're going to be a faithful member. Yes. God bless you. God bless you and keep you. We want you to go with a member of the orientation committee. Amen. Sister Foster, they're going to take good care of you there. God bless you. If you go with them, get registered our new members' orientation class. Who else do we have? Sister Kayla Craft. All right. God bless you. Sister Craft, you want to stay here? Good morning. Um, I bring you greetings from Calvary Missionary Baptist Church in McGee, Mississippi, where my pastor is E. Darnell Moffitt. And I'm here this morning. I just want to let you know that the sermon really touched me. As a young Christian, you know, we're out here on this daily walk, and the haters are real. They're, when they see you trying to do right what God has for you to do, they're really trying to get to you and make you turn back the other way. So, church family, I'm asking you, if you would, Please pray for me and my children because the struggle is real. I'm going to continue to stay on the battlefield. I'm going to do what God has for me to do. And I know that he's going to take care of me and my family. Thank you. Amen. Let the church say amen. Amen. God bless you. We're going to do that. We're going to do that. God bless you. Others are here for prayer. Amen. So all are here for prayer. But I ask you to do, if we can, join hands. If you'll circle around all who are here, we can join them now for a moment of prayer. Amen. God bless you. Let's pray. Eternal God, our Father, how grateful and thankful we are for this privilege of prayer. Lord, that you allow us to talk to you. But then more importantly, God, that you talk back. 
you answer our prayers. And Lord, you know what's going on in each, each of the lives that are here right now. You know the needs. You know the cares. And you're quite acquainted with the concerns. Oh God, right now by your spirit, I pray that you move in each of their lives in a very individualistic way, oh God, touching their unique causes, their unique cries. Oh God, you know. You know. You know how long they've been praying these prayers. You know how long they've been leaning and depending on you. Lord, right now, I pray that you fortify their faith and fill them afresh with your spirit, oh God. And let them know and affirm in their faith and affirm in their hearts, oh God, that you hear them and that you're with them now. And that as your word says, you will never leave nor forsake them. Oh God, bless now. Touch these families. Touch, oh God, their friends. Touch, oh God, the, the path and the plan that you have in store for them. Lord, for we know that you have an expected end for each of us. And we pray, oh God, that nothing that the enemy does will distract us from that great purpose. Lord, we thank you in Jesus' name. For his sake we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. God bless you. 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 Trust in him. In the law, I will trust. God bless you. Again, we want to remind you that we will be at the New Caney Creek Baptist Church this evening at 6 p.m. We're going there to be celebrating Pastor Slaughter and Sister Slaughter's 25th uh, pastoral anniversary there at New Caney Creek and so we invite each of you to go glad to hear that the male chorus will be joining us there God bless you and so as many faces as we can see in the place we'd be glad to see you there amen God bless you won't you stand for the benediction now may the grace of God and the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit rest rule and abide with each of you now henceforth and forevermore in the name of the Father and of the Son of the Holy Spirit Amen and amen. God bless you. Go in peace.